Number Please listen with the motivation of Bodhicitta, thinking of all sentient beings who have been our parents. This teaching is given on the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra. Can you hear me? Who said that? Um, yeah, oh, there's a seat here also. Um, so... <laughs> Um, so uh, the teaching is uh, on the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra so has four sections and we're in the third section which is the explanation of the treatise itself and there's um, three parts to this explanation the um, uh, presentation of uh, um, the body of the scriptures that is a general summary then presentation of the limbs that is of each section individually and then um, the conclusion so we're in the second part presentation of the limbs and then um, so in this uh, presentation of uh, the limbs, there are um, three parts. 
there's uh, first pre- um, well, sorry two parts this first presentation of the uh, of the three jewels which is the result to be attained and then presentation of four remaining sections the way to attain this uh, fruition and then so we are in the second section and there are uh, uh, three uh, parts to this explanation first presenting points which are common to all four uh, all four then there is a presentation of each individually and then there is the presentation of the benefit where in the second presentation of the individually and there are uh, four, uh, four sections to this explanation corresponding to each uh, of the four points and we're in the second a presentation of the um, uh, of enlightenment that is uh, the realization and in this presentation of uh, enlightenment, so uh, there are uh, three sections, and we are in the third one, which is the detailed explanation. In the detailed explanations, there are four sections, uh, seven um, sections in the explanation corresponding to the eight points that uh, uh, that relate to enlightenment. And we've covered up to and including the fourth, and now we are at the fifth, which is the occurrence or uh, the way that uh, we uh, engage with it, that is, by uh, dividing it into uh, three kayas. And this explanation of, um, of the fifth point, the uh, division into three kayas, the way we engage or we relate to, the, uh, um, to enlightenment, is uh, presented in two parts. It's first, a brief uh, a list of their definitions and then a detailed explanation of the meaning. So we are in uh, the detailed explanation. In the detailed explanation, there is a first presentation of the uh, of the different terms that are uh, used in order to refer to the uh, enlightenment. Then there is a presentation of uh, the characteristic features and then a summary of uh, the meaning. So uh, we are in the uh, presentation of the characteristic features and in terms of the presentation of the characteristic features, so there are um, a presentation of the Svabhavikakaya, presentation of Sambhavikakaya, and presentation of the Nirmanakaya. So we reach the explanation of the third point, the presentation of uh, the Nirmanakaya. And in terms of uh, presentation of the Nirmanakaya, so there are uh, two parts. It's first, how the Supreme Nirmanakaya manifests the twelve acts, and second, their function, that is, uh, to prog- progressively uh, guide beings uh, to be trained. So we are in the second part, the function of uh, progressively um, guiding beings to be trained. In that, there are uh, three sections, and so we are in the first, which is bringing ordinary people to the uh, lesser vehicle. So, ca- can you hear or not? Is that, is that, is that okay? okay? Otherwise, I mean, we can maybe, I could come closer or, you know, that's a, no? It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Lambda Number two, 
你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你你
that whatever is contaminated is suffering, that all phenomena are without true existence, and that in supreme uh, in supreme nirvana is peace. So this was the uh, uh, what the the Buddha taught. So um, after he himself reached complete enlightenment, then he taught uh, sentient beings. So he gave sentient beings to bring ordinary people to the uh, to the path that is by uh, generating. So the first thing is to um, help them help them generate a sense of um, wariness with uh, renunciation for samsara. Uh, realizing the uh, the nature of suffering and then renouncing uh, samsara, and so this has been done by giving those teachings of uh, what is called the, the four seals that all um, compounded uh, all compounded things are impermanent, that all uh, defilement are pain, that all uh, phenomena are devoid of uh, of self, and that uh, nirvana is uh, devoid of its dream or its peace, and so. That was the uh, so that's the teachings that the uh, the, the Buddha gave uh, first teaching corresponding to the first uh, turning of the wheel of the Dharma. So in the first turning of the uh, of the wheel of the Dharma, basically this is those kinds of uh, teaching that correspond to the four seals that the Buddha gave in order to lead so sentient beings to um, to the path. So it says with these four initial summaries of the Dharma, four seals, Dombanambashi uh, in Tibetan. Dom, so can be uh, translated as summaries or as, as uh, seals. So here, four initial summaries of the Dharma. He was wise, so initial meaning the first turning of the will of the Dharma. He was wise in the means of training those who are to be trained, that is, the Buddha, arouses disillusionment with the three worlds in beings to be trained and acts to set them in the nirvana of the Shravakas and Pratika Buddha, which is at peace from uh, the wrongs of samsara. So that is, so the way the Buddha taught, and so leading uh, sentient beings to re uh, renounce the three worlds of samsara, to really realize the uh, shortcoming, the suffering of those associated with those uh, different uh, realms, and in this way lead them to uh, the state of nirvana, even though here it's not the, uh, the complete ultimate um, um, peace or uh, nirvana of uh, Buddhahood, but that is just a, a, a temporary intermediate state of, uh, of peace or nirvana, peace being the pacification of all suffering. So at that level, when we reach the level of a nirvana of Shravaka um, or uh, Pratika Buddha, then there is uh, this, uh, the complete pacification of all suffering, at least this is, this is reached. So this is where the Buddha first so leads uh, those beings to a state of uh, uh, a peace that is beyond, um, so beyond all the uh, the suffering of samsara. The thing is that teaching is not just for Shubasum, <laughs> Yangil de Batobo, Statizu, Garsam de Resundi, Kronzogi, 
呃，那对比个，对比个说说，那那这组人吧，是那看得起个人，是那，呃，那这组中间是那样的，呃，这组的，当初被骂过的，那年年代比个，呃，对吧？前面多对组哪路啦，你，呃，他都给年代性的，年
So next is how those of the uh, lesser vehicle are matured with uh, the greater vehicle. So that is the way um, the Mahayana so, uh, mature, the way the Nirmanakaya so matures sentient beings by means of the uh, Mahayana teachings. To those who have assiduously adhered to the path of thoroughly pacifying just samsara suffering for themselves, the Shravaka and Pratyaka Buddha Arats, who consider that they have attained Nirvana to its ultimate extent, he teaches them from the Siddhama Pundarika Sutra and the Mahaparinirvana Sutra and others the single vehicle in which the only true state of all phenomena is the union of emptiness and compassion. <coughs> so, Mm. So he teaches those who uh, think in the in the following way: those who consider that uh, they've been um, uh, they've been uh, following the uh, the path that leads the uh, uh, to the uh, um, to the ultimate nirvana. Uh, that is, um, so the uh, uh, the shravakas and pratyeka buddhas, who uh, even though they are just interested in pacifying the suffering of samsara. And so to reach this kind of uh, nirvana, this kind of peace, that is the uh, elimination of all sufferings, they consider this uh, kind of uh, so peace, this kind of nirvana, to be the ultimate uh, liberation, the ultimate kind of uh, state that one can reach. And uh, so, for those, so the uh, the Buddha taught in the Sadharma uh, Pundarika uh, Sutra and in Mahaparinirvana Sutra and other. Another text as well, he explained how actually there's only one uh, ultimate vehicle. That is, uh, there is one ultimate uh, state of liberation. Uh, um, and, um, and so explaining that this ultimate state of liberation is rich, is not this uh, nirvana that they thought was the, just the pacification, this nirvana that is the simple pacification of the suffering of uh, samsara, this is not the ultimate uh, fruition. The ultimate fruition is uh, attained by means of uh, the path of the union of um, emptiness and uh, compassion. So that is the. Uh, uh, so he's teaching that he showed in the uh, Sandama Pundarika Sutra, in the Mahaparinirvana Sutra, in those uh, different uh, sutras. He uh, he showed um, how actually. Uh, this is um, there is one single vehicle, the, the vehicle of the uh, the union of uh, emptiness and compassion, showing how uh, things are actually um, uh, in their very nature uh, devoid of inert existence, uh, together with the aspect of compassion. So that is uh, by means of he says wisdom and compassion. So wisdom being the realization of the um, of identitylessness or selflessness that is not just a limited realization that is realizing only that individuals uh, dev are devoid of inert existence or devoid of self but realizing that this is the case of all phenomena all phenomena are the same in being devoid of inert existence of being devoid of a self of their own and so that is the aspect of wisdom and combined with the aspect of uh, compassion that is uh, the wish to uh, to liberate all sentient beings from the state of uh, of suffering that is uh, samsara, and so thereby he changes the minds of those shravakas and pratyeka buddhas who believe they have already attained ultimate nirvana when they have not yet done so, and thus acts so that as they embrace the combination of skillful means, the uh, the compassion of wishing um, to free all sentient beings from suffering, and discriminative wisdom 
with which all phenomena are realized to be without uh, true nature, they are matured on the path of uh, the supreme vehicle. So, in this way, they help. So, this is the way that they help those um, Shravakas and Prashika Buddhas, those who consider that actually the uh, the Nirvana, uh, that is the uh, the pacification of the suffering of sam uh, samsara, is uh, the ultimate attainment, the ultimate liberation. So, he teaches, um, he showed them that actually we need to rely on both um, the... Uh, discriminative wisdom and the compassion in order to reach the complete uh, liberation that is um, so by um, by means of this uh, path of the union of uh, emptiness and compassion and so this is the way that he uh, he matures those sentient beings on the path and for those it is said that for those who've reached the state of uh, arthood so shravakas and pratyaka buddhas have reached the state of arthood that means that dwell in that state of uh, cessation then uh, they, um, uh, the Buddhas awaken them by means of rays of light. So uh, sending forth rays of light that touches those um, arats who are in the state of uh, cessation, they awaken them from that state of cessation so that they can resume with uh, uh, the path and start to follow the Mahayana path in order to reach to the uh, ultimate liberation, which is not the state of cessation, but the, actual, uh, the, uh, the complete state of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. <coughs> え、そうしたのは単語定面の書でに定件の書定件の場所の序盤で出てきたかそれ。このね、そうしたれ。データ定件の書ね、だ現在だ、アンゲル、え、ラジオ版データ、で、え、だ、手話チェンボビ、ラ
So, how those of the greater vehicle are joined to uh, complete uh, liberation? So, how they, um, how then uh, they are led to uh, complete enlightenment? So that is the uh, the next section. So remember, there was the uh, those uh, three qualities. The first was how uh, to lead sentient beings to uh, to the path, and then to the path of liberation. Then how to mature them by means of the Mahayana, and thirdly, uh, how to actually lead them to uh, the state of complete enlightenment. So this is uh, this uh, third point. And so it says, as they uh, thus engage, so they meaning re referring to those um, Shavakas and Pratika Buddhas, which have been then matured by means of the Mahayana teachings. So, so as they thus engage in the great vehicle, when they attain the eighth level or um, higher, so um, that is when those uh, <clears throat> when they attain the eighth level or higher means that once they start upon the set out on the upon the path of uh, uh, upon the Mahayana path, then they will go through the different stage: uh, path of accumulation, path of joining, path of seeing, path of meditation, and ultimately to uh, the path of no more uh, learning. And so progressively, so they reach the different levels, and uh, when they reach the um, eighth level or eighth bumi, then or higher, then it gives them the uh, this prophecy saying, "You will uh, become a Buddha uh, called such and such." And so the Buddha uh, so gives. Um, uh, the uh, the prophecy and so he says um, so when they attain the eighth level or higher he prophesizes that they will attain Buddhahood naming the Buddha uh, Buddha field in which they will do so um, the Tathagata they will be so their name and uh, the Kalpa specifying the time at which it will happen he uh, also predicts who their followers will be what they will teach how long they will remain and other detail of um, their uh, supreme enlightenment. So the um, uh, the um, uh, so sorry. So the Buddha so gives um, in this way. So having led so those uh, seem to be in beings on the path, and then you know 
mature them by means of the Mahayana, then finally gives this prophecy in order to uh, lead them to uh, to help those sentient beings to uh, accomplish fully uh, enlightenment. And so he gives them this prophecy saying, so naming the Buddha field in which, you know, they will um, become Buddhas, manifest, and na uh, giving their name, uh, the Kalpa uh, and so on. So all those uh, informations actually are found, for example, in the... Uh, in the Sutra of the Good Kalpa. Um, in the Sutra of the Good Kalpa, that in names, he gives the name of the thousand two uh, Buddhas of this, uh, of this Kalpa, of this um, greater uh, Kalpa. And so, and this is uh, so uh, given, and in that he gives, you know, all the different information, such as uh, the names of the Buddhas, the Buddha fields, uh, the, who their student will be, uh, the, uh, the time at which it will, it will happen, um, what they will teach, uh, how long those teachings will remain, and other detail about their supreme enlightenment. So, so all the those uh, different uh, information details uh, are given there, uh, and so the, this is what the uh, the Buddha is is um, is doing. So he's giving this kind of information to giving the prophecy to those uh, bodhisattvas on the um, highest levels. Mm -hmm. Nedda uh Kandar あ、だ、すんど、え、わだ、ナムシャだ、デンドスの先に、そうだな。で、エリキカプソ、こんなまっすぐで、私はその。で、ナムシャキカプソ、だ、先に、ナムバトス、先にですけばしえよ、その。だ、手すぎ、だ
the three kayas. So there was, uh, you know, that's just third uh, sections. And so there was the, uh, the presentation, in this presentation of the three kayas, so there was the different uh, terms that were used, and then there was um, the detailed uh, explanation. And then there's um, the... Um, um, so now comes the uh, the summary, all those different aspects. So we had this detailed uh, presentation talking about you know the different qualities that they have and so on. And so now it's just a, a summary. So um, so there's uh, two sections in this. So there's um, so um, summarizing them into three related to their uh, purpose. So in connection to the uh, kind of a specific purpose. Of the uh, of the Buddhas, then we can make uh, distinguish uh, three aspects to enlightenment. So um, it says, since it is profound because hard to realize, with perfect power to bring about benefit for others, and fully uh, guides immature ordinary beings according to the goals they conceive themselves. Out of uh, samsara, three kayas matching these aspects in number are known as profundity, the Swabhavika Kaya, Vatness, the Sambhogakaya and greatness of being or great um the Nyamanakaya. So the uh, as was mentioned earlier, so there was those uh, three qualities of um profundity, um perfect uh, power, vastness and then this capacity to manifest um in different ways for uh for sentient beings and so uh the first aspect is so that corresponds to three kayas that were mentioned so we had the uh, the kaya of uh, profundity the profound kaya that is this um uh, the swabhavika kaya then we had the uh um the vast um the the kaya of vastness or the vast kaya that is the sambhoga kaya and then we have the uh, the greatness of being the uh, nyamana kaya and so those uh, correspond to those different qualities of uh, first so, um, saying that uh, the Svabhavika Kaya correspond to this aspect of being extremely difficult to uh, to realize. So because it is hard to realize, it is said to be profound. So that aspect corresponds to the Svabhavika Kaya. Um, says then with a perfect power to bring about benefit for others. So that was you know was explaining this capacity to um, manifest for the uh, for the sake of others in this uh, kind of a vast way, this vast mastery of the, of the teachings that is the uh, the Sambhogakaya. and then the uh, the capacity to gu uh, guide uh, immature ordinary being and so to manifest their perception in order to lead them to the state of enlightenment that corresponds to uh, the third uh, kaya the kaya of the greatness of being or uh, nyamanakaya and so seeing this way um, how those uh, three kayas as was explained earlier so relate to the uh, to the benefit of others mm. Do you want to tell us on it? Good. That is Sangigi. Good day. Garsole. Chewongi. And the Sabatan Chachewa. Dani Chimbu. Gone. Sumdu Pachin Chewara. And Sangigi. Good day. Shusul. Nesuli. Wondo Tanani. Lagarsole. Kurangi. Nesuli. Wondo Tanani. Number Nisu. To show Resone. Good check. Cup. Mm 
the Sungi on the Tangbe, Moniku days on the Tango Sandy, Moniku de Chuku Consuguri, Chugus and Shaguris, Longudan, Trugu number Nibudi, Chima Chima Dani, Sukutes on the Chima Longudan Tugudini, Suku Namani, the Kuni Sundos, the Kazin Kasori, Shubana Sinchene, Chugudan, Moniku Sinindi, the Pangwadan Topi, Dochani. だからそれ。ちょ、損者バレまと、やんこ立てばせに、じゃあやめばいいまれ。ああ、だってような立てばせに、じゃあやめばいいまれ。で、で、こう、どういうものだろうで、てに論語かそれ、もう2個で、直に
uh, can be divided into three, or we talk about three aspects to enlightenment in connection to uh, three uh, particular reason to the uh, because of uh, being extremely profound that is uh, very difficult to realize. So there is the uh, the svabhavikakaya. Um, so because of uh, being vast, then this is the uh, uh, there's sambhogakaya. And um, and then the uh, the nirmanakaya. So when talking about three division, three types, we talk about swabhavikakaya, sambhogakaya, and nirmanakaya. So that is, and on the basis of those uh, three different reasons, because of the three different uh, reasons, or then uh, there's um, those three kayas. Another way to look at it is uh, by uh, looking at the actual nature. And if we look from the perspective of the uh, essence or uh, or the uh, the actual nature. Then the um, or the way it is. Uh, then uh, in connection with the way uh, with the way it is, then they are division into two. There we talk about uh, dhammakaya and um, rupakaya. So either divided into three: uh, svabhavikakaya, samogakaya, nirmanakaya, or into um, uh, dhammakaya and uh, rupakaya. So here, when explaining the kayas, first comes the dhammakaya. And afterwards, the Rupakaya. The Kayas are summarized as uh, these uh, two. So, first is the uh, the Dharmakaya. But remember that uh, you know when we talked when we talk about the uh, Svabhavikakaya. So basically, you know that correspond to to that to that Dharmakaya. It's just a difference in terms of uh, from which uh, perspective are we um, are we talking about it. So from the perspective. More of elimination than having in mind more the aspect of elimination, then we call it svabhavikakaya. When having in mind more the aspect of wisdom or realization, call it dharmakaya. Basically, you know, it is uh, the same that refers to the same thing. So, this is the uh, um, so the dharmakayas or svabhavikakaya is the first, and then there is the rupakaya. And so the uh, the, the form uh, kayas or the uh, the manifestations. Moreover, as an analogy, just as within space forms um, are present, so too within the first, the Dhammakaya, the latter, the Rupakaya, is present and appears. And so, now, um, so explaining a little bit uh, further the connection between those two aspects, so it says, moreover, there is a, we use an example, an analogy that is of um, uh, space. And uh, it says, just as within space, forms are present. And so, in the same way, so that forms uh, manifest within space, so also the uh, all those uh, form kayas or rupakayas manifest out of the uh, basic space of uh, the dharmakaya. And so, because the dharmakaya is uh, the, uh, um, the ground on which those, um, um, out of which those um, uh, rupakayas uh, spread forth or, or manifest. Mm-hmm. De topic in the end, the number two going to 
Shen yong su zin bi chum chen shi che Jigin mi dur bi chum chen sen namba sum shi yong gare Chum chen desen namba ni shi yong di tangbu Shen yong su zin ba Dulja shen yong su zin bi chum chen namba shibu di Shibu di Lyusu su la chakwa mea bara Dang bi chui yong su zin ba su shen di ตั้งตัวเนี่ยไปอยู่ท่าเย่ท่าเย่บัดช่างอ่ะสมมติว่าแต่เสียงเสียงเจนแต่ละดูเจนแต่ละเจสุนจิมบีจิจุ่มเส
is uh, permanent and how Dharmakaya is permanent since the uh, enlightenment so correspond to uh, those two aspects as those two aspects of Rupakaya and um, Dharmakaya. And so it says that there are seven reasons why the Rupakaya is permanent and three reasons why the Dharmakaya is permanent. So making uh, ten in all. So there are ten reasons of, uh, of uh, why the, uh, uh, the, Rupa, uh, the enlightenment the Buddha is uh, permanent. Uh, so, starting with the first seven that relate to the Rupakaya, uh, you need to know that they are also divided into two groups. And there are, um, first, there are four reasons related to the Rupakaya, taking care of others, so related to the aspect of uh, caring for others. And then there are uh, three reasons for not for forsaking the world. And so, four reasons of the permanence of the Dharmakaya related to the uh, care, uh, care of others. And three reasons of the permanence of the Rupakaya are related to not forsaking others, not forsaking, uh, sorry, the world. So, first, uh, the first four, um, it says, uh, um, the first reason is completeness. Um, he has accumulated, uh, uh, Buddha, anyone who is um, enlightened at that stage of enlightenment, there has been the uh, uh, perfect accumulation of the infinite causes for uh, remaining permanently uh, for the sake of others, uh, such as uh, by obtaining the sacred Dharma without any attachment to his body or life and so on. So the Bodhisattvas on the path to enlightenment have been uh, accumulated the vast amount of uh, merit and have uh, uh, devoted themselves entirely to uh, the benefit of others, completely oblivious of their own uh, welfare, of their own, without any the slightest attachment to their body and so they would go uh, through a lot of uh, hardship and completely um, forgetting without any, uh, themselves without any attachment to their own body for example so in this way they accumulated the uh, they gathered the causes for um, uh, remaining permanently to uh, for the sake of others so this the the first <coughs> aspect the completeness that corresponds to the fact that they've gathered the cause for being present um, for uh, permanently for the for the sake of others that's the first the second is uh, the focus having promised to train sentient beings he must act for the sake of our, uh, of sentient beings who are, who are never ending and so there also the second aspect is that uh, since uh, sentient beings that is the object of focus of uh, their uh, endeavors uh, there are, uh, there's no end to uh, sentient beings wandering in the cycle of existence of samsara, and so therefore there's no end also to uh, the enlightenment, uh, to the uh, enlightened Buddha, to the Rupakayas. The, um, uh, the third is uh, the duration. So um, his great love of having accepted to act for the sake of others for as long as samsara exists is uninterrupted. And so there is... Um, then the next aspect is this aspect of great love and uh, compassion. Because of the great compassion, then they um, act for the sake of sentient beings. As long as they are sentient beings, as long as sentient beings suffer in samsara, then because of their compassion, they can't give up on sentient beings, and they act for the sake of, uh, of those sentient beings. So uh, this is the third reason, because of their great love or uh, compassion. And the fourth is uh, the means that he has mastered the four supports for uh, miraculous powers, which are the way of remaining for the sake of others uh, for that long. And so 
he has also masters um, my way of, of samadhi like the, such qualities as uh, the four um, uh, legs of miraculous powers the four sports of miraculous power and so in this way I'm able to uh, remain uh, for uh, as long as sentient beings remain in order to help them, support them to uh, lead them to the state of complete alignment so those are the qualities of the um, of the Rupakayas in connection to uh, taking care of others the four reasons why uh, uh, the um, the Rupakaya is uh, permanent Sibata ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
<clears throat> so, next are the three reasons why the um, the rupakaya is permanent. The rupakayas are permanent in connection with uh, not forsaking the world. And so, that is when reaching uh, enlightenment, then uh, um, re reaching the state of peace, then there might be uh, the wish to... Um, to abandon the uh, the the world of uh, samsara, the samsaric world of existence, but um, actually uh, the, there is uh, three reasons why. So um, the um, the Buddha does do not uh, forsake the uh, the world, and so that's why uh, why it is uh, permanent. So it is ever unborn, since his wisdom knows that existence and peace are the very same. He does not uh, see them as needing to be uh, rejected or uh, adopted. So, um, um, the first um, aspect uh, correspond to, um, said, it is ever unborn. And what it means is that the, uh, um, the Buddha also has realized uh, that um, the existence, or samsara, and the peace, or nirvana, are uh, the very same. He has realized the great equality of uh, samsara and nirvana. And so having realized the great equality of samsara and nirvana, so he does not see there's uh, one which is, uh, which is good, uh, like the nirvana, and one which is bad, the samsara. One, the, the bad one would be to be rejected, the samsara, and the good one, nirvana, would uh, be something to be adopted. Since uh, the, for the Buddha, there's not the slightest difference. He sees the great equality of uh, samsara and nirvana, and so there's no re reason to, uh, to abandon uh, the world and to... Uh, and to pass into uh, into nirvana, mm, he, he is not harmed by its suffering. So that's the the next quality, this uh, or the second reason uh, for not for, uh, forsaking the world is that uh, it is not he is not harmed by its suffering. Um, although he remains in samsara, he has the perfect happiness of uncontaminated concentration. So that is uh, the. Um, in samsara, so we um, experience a great deal of uh, suffering, but the Buddhas are not touched by this kind of suffering. They are not touched by the uh, by the suffering that we are experiencing. And so it says, although he remains in samsara, although although so the uh, the Buddha is present within this world of existence of samsara, yet he um, he is not touched by he's ever untouched by this suffering by the suffering that we experience, so all the different uh, kind of suffering, the terrible situation in which we are in, in samsara, that make us want to free ourselves from samsara, well, the, uh, the Buddhas, uh, since they do not experience uh, those suffering, even though they may uh, appear manifest in the samsara, they may be in samsara, they do not experience all those suffering, and so therefore for them there's, not the, uh, there's no desire to, uh, to free themselves from the samsara as we may have. And then, uh, the, the third uh, reason for not forsaking the world is that he is uh, untainted by its faults, by the faults of samsara. Even though, um, so he remains in existence uninterruptedly because he is the lord of all phenomena. Uh, in other words, that he has mastery over them. And so the Buddha has his, um, says that, like the lord of all phenomena. That means he has complete mastery over all manifestation, over all uh, phenomena. And so because of that, so he is um, he's never um, uh, tainted or harmed or um, changed by the uh, by all the uh, the negativity, the faults, the uh, defilements that are found in the world. And so he remained always um, ever so uninterruptedly uh, uh, the same, never um, uh, touched or uh, changed or 
um, um, changed by the uh, by those um, obscurations of sufferings or uh, faults of the uh, the world of existence. And so, those are the three uh, reasons uh, in relation to not forsaking the world that show that explain why the uh, the rupakaya is uh, permanent. And so, in this way, we see. Uh, why uh, the uh, so the the rupakaya? We give the different reasons why the rupakayas are permanent, why the Buddha is permanent. Because in general, we just say this: we say, well, the uh, the um, uh, the Buddha is permanent, and uh, the only thing that we say usually is just uh, making this distinction between you know compounded phenomena and uncompounded phenomena, and saying, well, because it is uncompounded, meaning because it it does not arise due to cause and condition, therefore it is permanent. This is the only thing that we say. But in actual fact, there are all those reasons why uh, the uh, um, the Buddhas um, are said to be uh, permanent, and so those are uh, things that are uh, good to um, to reflect upon, to uh, to contemplate. ที่วิเตชิดากินจุจอมบานสอนตะชูกุลาอ่าพระโสเรพ่อแม่บามเอ่อตะชิพ่อเสงเนี่ยตะเนี่ยแม่ปะยินสุนเนาะตะนาสะ
the true reliable uh, protector that is uh, and whenever the uh, as long as you know there is the world then there'll be uh, the buddha as a as a protector of the world and so therefore um the, it is also uh, permanently uh, there uh, protecting so being uh, um so the uh, this uh, protector of the world and so these explain the three reasons why the dharmakaya is permanent ตันดาสุสุยลุยนอสอตอลองจุนําคาลายาตะทานาสุสุยลุยโซลาสวะดิโซลายามาชาวะเจนิตันดาเซมจินเชงยุดนตางวายลุยโซเลตานิตันบี
is uh, that they remain permanently for the sake of others. The infinite causes being those accumulations during uh, three countless kalpas, uh, searching for the Dharma, um, uh, at the, uh, uh, even sometimes at the cost of their own lives, or um, so giving up their body, uh, their possessions. So without any uh, regard for their own uh, welfare, without any attachment for uh, their body, for their possessions, for their own lives. They have been searching for the Dharma for the sake uh, of others, for the sake of sentient beings. As a result of, of these uh, incredibly vast ac accumulations, um, then incredibly powerful uh, accumulation during three countless eons, then they, are, uh, they remain permanently for the sake of others. The, um, then said, one might wonder whether, despite the causes being complete, he might nevertheless not remain uh, unless there was a need to do so. So um, then we might think, well, you know, the Buddha so uh, reached you know complete liberation, just is as eliminated all the faults, does not experience any suffering. So, what need is there for the for the Buddha to remain, uh, to stay, and um, in the world of existence and since now you know he's he's accomplished uh, this uh, this um, state of liberation. Well, um, actually, there is a need. It is important for the uh, the uh, the Buddhas to remain, or the Buddha have to remain, because um, they they've pledged that they will help sentient beings. They pledge that you know as long as sentient beings remain, they to remain in order to uh, to lead them to the state of complete enlightenment, to lead them to this liberation of suffering. So because of that, because of you know uh, having uh, made this pledge, then they have to remain. And since uh, the uh, um, there's, uh, uh, there's no end to uh, to suffering beings uh, circling in samsara, then also there's no end to the uh, to the rupakayas. And so this is the uh, uh, the second point. Mm Sangela 
Jurishin, Mangbor, Turba so, the chick Dumar Turba, Duma chick to Jurana so, but that the digging, Zumtrudan, the Kangbas or Zumtriki Kangbas, so things in Zumtriki things in the net, Gogere, so things in Long Jore, Kangdulte, Timber Miss, or that Zumtriki things in Lasso by you, Kangla, Kangdula, that are sorry chip. Not so what turn to Gure. Then there are beings uh, for him to train. What if he does not have the wish to train them? Um, so that is the uh, uh, the next reason for um, the permanence, the third one. And so saying that um, the Buddha also, so he have he has the wish to to liberate sentient beings for the great compassion that his Buddhahood itself. <laughs> and which is cleansed of the emotions and purified of cognitive obscuration, ultimate and boundless, and interruptedly includes all sentient beings. And so, next, so we have, uh, so the, uh, um, so the Buddhas, so have uh, accomplished those infinite causes, and then uh, need to remain, because of, uh, as long as sentient beings, uh, as long as there are sentient beings, we said, but, you know, what if, even though there are sentient beings, there's no end to sentient beings, at some point they feel, well, you know, I've done what I could and uh, and feel like uh, kind of retiring. Well, this is um, actually, uh, this is not possible as well. This is not happening because um, they uh, they have this great compassion. The great compassion is Buddhahood itself. It's not, you know, you cannot separate from uh, Buddhahood. And it is characterized by those uh, two aspects. You know, at Buddhahood, there is the uh, all emotional obscurations have been uh, eliminated, and this is what uh, we call it uh, cleanse, and uh, in Tibetan. And then um, all the uh, cognitive obscurations have been uh, eliminated, so that is uh, purified. And so here in this context, those two terms, uh, Tsangwa and Dakpa, um, cleansed and purified, so refer to the elimination of uh, the um, emotional obscuration and of cognitive obscuration respectively and so this is uh, the um, how it is at the level of enlightenment and so this um, when, when those have been uh, purified then we reach this uh, ultimate and boundless uh, limitless great compassion and that is um, uh, in, in uninterruptedly without any uh, kind of uh, blockage or anything that would prevent from including all sentient beings. So this is very much this wisdom, free of all obscurations, so this uh, wisdom that uh, uh, understands, realizes the need of all sentient beings, so uh, is there fully manifest at enlightenment. This is what enlightenment is. And so therefore, it, there won't come a time where the Buddha thinks, well, I think, you know, I've done what I could do and... Uh, no, I think, uh, you know, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll stop helping sentient beings, even though there are still sentient beings to be helped. So this is not possible because of this uh, third reason. The fourth is that one might think then, um, one might then think that even if all these three are present, when the force of a lifetime uh, remaining is finished, 
he will not have the ability to remain. So then uh, also the next aspect of uh, that relates to permanence is uh, in relation to uh, the fact that we may think that uh, as ourselves, you know, our life, we have a natural span. There's a natural span of our lives and at some point we die. And we may feel that, you know, it is the same for the Buddha also. It's a natural span and when that natural span, you know, come to an end, then uh, the, the, the Buddha uh, pass away and is no more. But actually, this is not the case. So this is this um, uh, the, the way that... Um, this uh, fourth quality is explained is that on top of so those uh, three qualities that we just explained the first three qualities of the uh, uh, of gathering those incredible causes those limitless causes have um, having the uh, um, the um, because there's no end uh, to sentient beings and because of uh, understanding the need of uh, the needs of sentient beings then uh, also, there is uh, the Buddha then uh, remains. Um, he says he does not have the ability. Um, uh, the Buddha manifests in whatever way is necessary, having mastered miraculous powers such as emanated from one, um, uh, from one as many, and so on, and the concentrations that other supports, and with them he remains as long as samsara exists and has the power to act uninterruptedly. So he does not have the ability, he does not have the ability just to, you know, just to to to, to stop to be there, to stop to, to exist and, you know, pass away and then be no more. This is not possible for the Buddha. So on the basis of what we explained, and uh, also because uh, basically uh, the Buddha, because of those uh, three re reasons that, we, uh, that we've explained, what happened is that the Buddha also uh, manifest uh, in all ways that are necessary to sentient beings. Um, and that is because of having mastered those uh, miraculous powers. So the miraculous powers, like the four leg of uh, miraculous powers, are um, samadhis. And by means of those samadhis, so the Buddha is able to uh, perform all sorts of miracles, all sorts of things for the uh, the sake of sentient beings. Such as, for example, make uh, something, many things appear as one thing, or one thing and multiply it. And so those kind of uh, miracles, that uh, those kind of um, he, the the Buddha has this ability. So um, and so uh, the Kambashitana chik shuyagi jawa te kandere chik gumba mazoyagi jawa kandere. Kano zunzuki kambashi zunzuki ramani na te ni ko ti soso ramara. So since he has this uh, mastery of uh, the, the miraculous power, he has this miraculous ability, so also he is able to uh, remain for as long as you know, he wishes for. He has, you know, basically he has mastery of a, a phenomena. So he's able to do whatever he wants you know, from phenomena. It's not that he's under the, the sway, the control <coughs> of phenomena as we are, but that he has control of a phenomena. <coughs> ジョンジェンスンデレドワ、ニュージョンコロワナジョネミシュソシェナソンダチズンジュギコマンゴチェロワユンゴチェシュトヤンダダチズマチナチズマンジュトヤンデレズンジュギヨベイネダユンジュギ
ตะสังกิชุกมาเรเซนะเดียงตะกาสอเรตะกิมาเรเซนะมินเดดูตะตูสัมกิมิชับจิงไทเปติงจิงกิรวะตะสังเจลัดสัมกิมิชับบาตง
pure primordial wisdom, he is freed from the belief that samsara and nirvana are of two natures. And because he does not view samsara and nirvana in terms of adopting and rejecting, he does not see samsara as an object to be abandoned. And so, here again, so we may think, well, you know, the Buddha has all this, you know, incredible powers, just um, eliminated, you know, all uh, obscurations and everything. And so, um, why does he, he stay, uh, you know, in the cycle of existence of samsara? Um, and so he has no reason to stay. Actually, he could very well just, you know, just uh, stay in the in the nirvana. But the thing is that the uh, the Buddha uh, have realized this um, a pure primordial wisdom, and so he's uh, free from uh, the view that uh, samsara and nirvana are two different things. That they, um, he sees the great equality of samsara and nirvana, and so therefore seeing that is doesn't see like oh. Um, Samsara is something to reject, I should get out of samsara, and nirvana is something that I should adopt, or this is I should uh, cultivate or stay in, in, in nirvana. It is uh, completely beyond that, and so that is why it doesn't make uh, a sense for the, for the Buddha to kind of you know, get out of, uh, of samsara the way, the way we would. And so then the next uh, point is that uh, uh, mighty failed to remain uh, because of being harmed by samsara's suffering. Well, again, the answer is no, that uh, the uh, samsara's suffering uh, do not harm the Buddha the way they harm us. You know, we experience all this suffering in samsara, but actually this is not the case uh, for the Buddha. He uh, constantly possesses the perfect uh, happiness or bliss of inconceivable, uh, limitless concentration. And so, however long he is there, he's never harmed by the suffering. And so, the Buddha um, always dwells in that state of uh, pure, perfect uh, bliss, and is never touched by the uh, by the suffering, never harmed by the suffering of samsara, the way that uh, we experience them. Um, and the next point um, is that also he does not uh, leave uh, samsara um, for the uh, for the following reason, or as an answer to the. Uh, this uh, objection that uh, we might think that what if he does not re remain because he becomes tainted by samsara's faults? And, uh, well, the thing is that he is not tainted by uh, samsara's faults, and so he remains permanently uh, the same uh, through, uh, throughout samsara without ever being touched or harmed or tainted by the, uh, by the samsara. Says, although while remaining in the world for the sake of others, he acts in ways adapted to the potential of the worldly, he is not tainted by the concerns of the world, for even if in his mastery he may manifest in the domain of samsara, in doing so he will not be tainted by its faults. And so that is uh, the, uh, the Buddha, so uh, even though so he remains in the world, in samsara for the sake of others, so still manifesting for the sake of sentient beings, still being present in samsara for the sake of sentient beings. Yet, um, uh, he, does, he is not tainted by the concerns of the world, by the, uh, uh, the, th uh, the things, the very obscurations that um, obstruct uh, sentient beings, that uh, uh, create uh, so the, uh, further uh, impurities. 
And so, so in says he acts in ways adapted to the potential of the worldly. So even though he may stay in the world, may appear as ordinary beings, as uh, you know, in our case, as human beings with uh, may appear with their faults and so on. Yet at the same time, the Buddha, even though they appear in this way, are never touched by those uh, faults. Is never uh, altered, never, never touched, never harmed by the uh, all the uh, the faults of samsara, because he is beyond all the uh, the worldly uh, concerns. Then,中国大部分人生活习惯，你嘛，帮助他进步，去他都，我们都准备，所以，嗯，那，呃，他说的，去跑啊，买吧，现在送吧，是吧？去跑啊，买吧，那其他的对象嘛，所以，呃，他
When the ultimate Dhammadatu, which is a readings and realization taken to their fullest extent, is made manifest, the state of peace that is attained is devoid both of gross death involving karma and the emotions, and also of subtle, inconceivable death and transference. Um, so in that state, arising and ceasing in the um, shape of the demon of the Lord of Death, find no opportunity to operate. And so the, uh, um, the ultimate Dhammadatu is uh, this um, the, the the realization is the uh, uh, the Buddha is this uh, um, those both aspect of uh, readings and realization uh, taken to their full extent uh, becoming manifest and so this is this uh, uh, state of peace that is um, attained and devoid of uh, all the uh, uh, of all the aspect of uh, karma and destructive emotions so in the absence of all those then uh, there's no uh, possibility for uh, f uh, for uh, the process of uh, death and transference, even the uh, the subtle, inconceivable death and transference. So, in that state, it says, um, arising and ceasing, find no opportunity to operate. And so that is the, uh, the demon of the Lord of Death cannot uh, cannot uh, cannot op uh, operate in that uh, state of the basic space of uh, the Dharma Datu that is this uh, perfect uh, uh, perfection of readings and realization. So that's uh, why it is permanent. The um, second reason is that the Datu is by nature permanent. That is uh, correspond to this aspect. There's no rising and no ceasing at that level. The Dhammakaya Muni, whose nature is uncompounded, is completely at peace from birth and death and so on from the very beginning. So it is not something that arises due to consistent conditions that is kind of compounded and then ceases to exist at some point. And so therefore it is permanent. And the last point is that it is permanent because it is unfailing. For all those beings lacking a refuge that uh, is uh, not just for a limited time but permanent, it is well matched as a refuge. Uh, refuge, uh, protector, witness, friend, and so on. This is uh, so because that would be impossible were it not capable of providing refuge till the very end of time. Uh, so basically saying that the, it is uh, permanent because it is the reliable uh, refuge, the unfailing refuge, the permanent refuge of sentient beings. Being this unfailing permanent refuge, then it has to be uh, permanent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、
the fact of realizing samsara and nirvana are the same thing is linked with the quality of being unborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, the シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。シシニョミトバデ。
Where was it in the text? You have the Page number thirteen. Yeah, 
çeyrür nivonda yiyemiş ya başka karşılığında doğru konuyemiş ya konuyla Pangwi ジタ。うん。ジタケンバディギ。ナムルギコチボチトウギレシビ。ケチャインサマレ。うん。ジタ。うん。ジタケンバディギ。ナムルギコセ。うん。うん。ドチャネデリシチョウギレティ。ヘ
그래서 刚才就说他注意产生现象我能想到现在的话你的部产生我们的帮我用手做帮的呃他说帮我当倒闭倒产的呃他说不能把你下下个月的事嗯你帮我用手做帮的帮我用手做帮的帮我用手做帮的帮
uh, function is that the first one, through the elimination of the emotional obscure, uh, uh, the um, the wisdom that realizes things in their nature, so eliminates the emotional obscuration, and the wisdom that realizes uh, things in their multiplicity eliminate uh, the cognitive obscuration in so the post meditation. So this is the way that those are eliminated. But now we need to clarify something about it. And that about this is that. Uh, even though so we may talk in those terms and relate you know the appearance of the um, <clears throat> the liberation kaya with the uh, elimination of uh, emotional obscurations and uh, by means of the wisdom that realizes things in their nature and the appearance of the uh, dhammakaya by means of the uh, elimination of the cognitive obscurations um, <clears throat> This um, actually, the liberation kaya cannot appear by just removing the emotional obscuration. The uh, liberation kaya cannot appear just thanks to the one aspect of uh, wisdom that is the realization of things in the nature. It's not the way um, so it happens, and so and likewise for the for the dharma kaya. So here, there's just those uh, two aspects that were discussed. Is uh, saying that actually, uh, so at the perfect completion of elimination is the liberation kaya and uh, the um, uh, the complete purification of realization is the dharmakaya and those two aspects of wisdom of um, the uh, of omniscience that is uh, the wisdom that knows things in their nature and the wisdom that knows things in their multiplicity operate in uh, so as the in the following way, that the wisdom that realizes things in the nature eliminate the uh, emotional obscurations, and the wisdom that realizes uh, things in their multiplicity in the post meditation is responsible for the elimination of the cognitive obscurations. Mm -hmm. <coughs> <coughs> so um, here again, so if you look at the text, actually it is it does say you know that uh, <coughs> perfect completion of elimination is the liberation kaya, not that it is you know the wisdom that realizes uh, things in their nature, and just the way it relates to the wisdom that realizes things in their nature, and um, uh, it's more like in the if you look at the the causal process, the main kind of a causal process that uh, that is responsible for it. <coughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 